Buying or selling a home can be challenging, but it doesn't have to be. Heritage Realty makes buying and selling easy. With Heritage Realty, you get local market expertise, one-on-one service, and the support of a network of agents across the area. Heritage Realty cares about the details and goes above and beyond to deliver the service you need. Knowledge is power. Trust Heritage Realty to buy or sell your home. For the newest listings and detailed market reports, visit HeritageRealtyKnox.com. Heritage Realty, where today's technology meets traditional customer service. And it's a controversial statement, I think, a little bit. We'll tell you it's about Tennessee baseball. We'll tell you what it is coming up. Right now, let's get you caught up in what you missed in the world of sports last night. This is the Morning Buzz. All right, so NIL, there's news every single week, right? NIL issues uh, in the world of college sports. Maybe it's just a daily issues. thing May- at this point. It really is. It really, there's always <laughs> something insane. new. Well, look, it, it's, it's disruption. And people are freaking out about it, especially that have been around college athletics for a really long time. SEC Commissioner Greg Sankey, Pac-12 Commissioner George Kalavikov have our, will meet with uh, U.S. Senators in Washington, D.C. today to ask for legislative help surrounding name, image, and likeness. So the people who are in charge of legislating how NIL will work are going to the federal government. Now, the Supreme Court's already said you can't limit what they're making, right? Like, as far as NIL, you don't get to do that. And that was the right move. And Brett Kavanaugh was one of the you know main ones to push that. Uh, and, and I think he's right. I think he's 100% right. Like, that that's the uh, Supreme Court justice that pushed this the most. It, it's just un-American to say that a grown adult that's 20 years old can't monetize their own name, image, and likeness. That the school controls their name, image, and likeness, not you. They're, they're an adult citizen in the United States of America. They can vote on who's going to be the next president. They can die in war if they need to, God forbid. But y- y- you can't make money off of your own name, image, and likeness. That's not American. So, of course, the pr- Supreme Court shot that down finally. And it's become something that they didn't expect it to be with inducement and things like that. With two different times, a football major college football player and a major college basketball player saying last week, if you don't give me more NIL money, I'm transferring. And now they're, they're not transferring. So it's at a place where I think people aren't comfortable with, and I understand that. But for Greg Sankey and George Klavikov to go to senators and say, hey, fix this for us, Mark Emmert also involved in that. You're the commissioners of two of the biggest conferences in the world. Why in the world aren't you stepping in to yeah, do, do something? Yeah, do your job. Yeah, do, that's it. If you it's, want to police this, police it. If you, go, go And let's be honest. It's For Sankey, I like Greg Sankey. I have a lot of respect for Greg Sankey. It's Jimbo Fisher that set this into a place that people didn't want it to be. And all the other SEC schools had to go scrambling because Jimbo went straight up Kaiser Soze and he was willing to do the thing other people weren't. And once that happened, everything blew up. And so now it is what it is. And you're the one that polices Jimbo Fisher. So if you want to, if you want to do something about it, do something about it, but don't walk up to Marsha Blackburn asking Marsha Blackburn to fix this for you. Cause you don't want to make the tough decision. And it seems to me right now, that's what Greg Sankey's trying to do. I mean, it's, it's basically you and Tyler going to someone else and say, Hey, program my show for the morning. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Just do your job. Yeah. Do your job. Point blank. That's what it comes down to. And the NBA last night was with the Heat over the Sixers, 119-103. They have a 2-0 series lead. Suns beat the Mavs, 129-109. Phoenix now takes a 2-0 series lead there. Don't sleep on the Miami Heat in the East. Absolutely, positively don't sleep on the Miami Heat in the East. That is a really well-coached basketball team right now. They're insane, completely insane, and they play like their hair's on fire when they're out of the floor. But they are a lot of fun to watch, and that's a really well-coached team, and they play well above what their talent level is. And I would not be surprised to see the Heat come out of the East right now. Frankly, if I had to call it, I want to see Giannis not take a bajillion free throws whenever they play in a series because just Giannis gets to take a bajillion free throws. But And I think the NBA wants them there. But I would not be surprised to see Golden State-Miami in a final here. Oh, I have Golden State in Boston. Do you? Okay. Yeah. 
I I would from your mouth to God's ears. I would absolutely <laughs> I know love to it. see that. Right as a as a Celtics fan, I just uh, I don't know that we're getting past you. Giannis. Also hate your own team sometimes. I, I don't hate my own team. I just I. I, I watched those NBA playoffs last year, and I watched that every time anybody gets near Giannis, he's shooting free throws. It's true. And I just have a hard time believing that that's not going to be the case this year as well, especially in that series because Boston plays a little physical. All right. Let yesterday in baseball, Braves beat the Mets 9-2 to in that one. Adam Duvall, two-run double during a seven-run sixth inning for Atlanta. And then other biggest news in baseball last night, Blue Jays beat the Yankees 2-1. That snaps an 11-game w- uh, winning streak for the Yankees. They stranded the bases loaded in the ninth inning, down one run, and that's how the eleven game winning streak ends for the Yankees. That's uh, that's Yankees baseball for you. Strike out or a home run, no other thing. <laughs> that, that's the, that's the Bronx Bombers. That that is absolutely true. In the NHL Stanley Cup playoffs last night, uh, Hurricanes take a two zero series lead over the Bruins five to two. It was a lighting top in the Leafs five to three. They have that tier series tied at one game apiece. Wild top the Blues six to two. That series one game apiece. And then the Oilers destroyed the Kings six to nothing. That series also tied at uh, one game apiece. That is your look at what happened in the world of sports last night. While you were sleeping, it's your morning buzz brought to you by Heritage Realty. HeritageRealtyKnox.com, bringing together buyers and sellers in East Tennessee. They're incredible when it comes to property management as well. Treating your property as if it's their own, maximizing your investment value. That is Heritage Realty. 656-9900. Here's a question that was asked to Ainge last week when he went on with SEC Radio. Peter Burns and those guys there on SiriusXM. They had, they said to him they believe that Tennessee recruiting is more popular than Tennessee baseball is still right now. What do you think? We ask you next. 656-9900. If you want to get on board, starting lineup on 991 The Sports Animal. Here's Logan with your Buddy Greg RVs and Motorhome Sports Update. Yeah, well, good morning. Last night in the NBA, the Heat took down the 76ers 119-103. to Former Vault Tobias Harris dropped 21 points. However, the Heat still lead that series two games to none. The Suns took care of business against the Mavericks, 129-109. to The Suns take a 2-0 series lead back to Dallas. Major League Baseball yesterday, the Braves took down the Mets, 9-2. The White Sox got by the Cubs, 18-3, excuse me, 4-3. And the Blue Jays snapped the Yankees' 11-game winning streak, 2-1. In the NFL, the NFL announced five international games for 2022. Three games in London between the Vikings and the Saints, the Giants and the Packers, Then the Jaguars and the Broncos. Two other games, however, on November 13th, the Seahawks take on the Bucks in Munich, Germany. Then on November 21st in Mexico City, the 49ers face the Cardinals. It's 7-11. What's more popular right now, Tennessee recruiting or Tennessee baseball? We will discuss that next on the starting lineup. Good morning. I'm Logan Ward. So Eric Ainge walks in here one day last week before he did the crossover with uh, Tyler and I and Eric. And says, just got off the, you know, doing a hit with Peter Burns and those guys at SEC Radio. And they said something. I think I agree with them. Tennessee baseball right now is still not as popular as Tennessee football recruiting. And I was like, huh. I, I, I would think normally that would be the case. But Tennessee baseball is probably more popular than it has been at any time in my lifetime. One. Two, Tennessee recruiting is probably less popular than it has been at any time in my lifetime. Or at least since people started following recruiting in the 90s, late 90s, and into the 2000s. Really, when, when we got the internet. And you got message boards and all that. Uh, but recruiting's not what it used to be. If you if you remember, if you're old enough to remember, time was our station, we would go out to a bar, a place would be packed. And it'd be packed from 10 o'clock in the morning until 
Uh, John and Jimmy get off the air at 7 o'clock at night, or we go to UTFCU and we do the show there, and people become piling in there left and right. Former players would pop in there and just just show up and be like, hey, I'd like to come on and talk about what's going on with Tennessee recruiting. Like that, that's it was a massive deal. National signing day was. We would all be here in the morning at 5 a.m. By 5 a.m., the entire staff would be here and we'd be on all three stations. We'd be breaking in on WIVIC. We'd be breaking in on News Talk. We'd be calling in and doing updates with uh with, with our, our broadcast partner, WVLT. And it would be that all day long for National Signing Day. It's not that anymore. Part of it's that. Tennessee doesn't have, you know, top three, top five classes a ton anymore. Part of that is that, uh, you know, going with the early signing day, by the time you get to the early signing period, the hay's in the barn during the season. So it's not like this one big day where 75% of the recruits have flipped twice between the end of the season and by the time we get to signing day in that first Wednesday in February. So, so Tennessee recruiting, and it's not just Tennessee, recruiting period, you have a diehard niche fan base that loves it. I would say Tennessee baseball is a little bit the same way, but the casual fan right now is more in on what's going on. I think with Tennessee baseball than they are with Tennessee recruiting. So I will disagree with what Peter Burns said during the, his hit with Ainge last week that, that I think Tennessee baseball right now is more popular than recruiting, but Tennessee baseball right now is not more popular than recruiting was 10 years ago. I'm going to agree with, with Peter and say, so how I always program a show or, you know, write a sports update is I'll go to Vol Quest. ESPN, 247 Sports, Go Vols 247, and I'll just look. Okay, I'll say, did I miss anything that happened that day in Tennessee football? And is that worthy of going on the air? Oh, yeah, that's true. That's what I will do. If And then I decide, is it, is, is it not? With Tennessee baseball, yes, it's a fun story right now. People love it. It's a social event. I don't think, think people are leaving Lindsey Nelson Stadium mad on a Saturday afternoon if Tennessee loses to Auburn. If Tennessee finishes outside of the top 20, outside of the top 15 even, in recruiting this year, Will, this town's going to be furious. Furious, especially with all the hype and buzz that Josh Heupel created last year. Yes, he went 7-6, and six, but with, you know, starting to make some inroads in recruiting, landing a five-star quarterback is a huge, huge deal. I just think people care more about Tennessee recruiting Right now, even though it's still, yes, I agree, recruiting's not what it used to be. I just think baseball is what it is. It's it's a fun social event. Football's always going to drive the bus in this town and on this station. Recruiting's part of football. It is. It, it is part of football. Football's absolutely insane. Not saying that football's not, right. not ma- massive. No, I think it, anything around football still dominates the conversation. It, but and I will say this too: the Tennessee baseball's at this place right now where, and you can always kind of tell, right? When 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 is mass adoption going to happen? And Tennessee baseball mass adoption hasn't happened to be in and out on every single thing that happens with Tennessee baseball. Like there, there aren't a ton of people right now that are listening to us. that can tell us, uh, Jarrell Ortega, what's he done in the last three games, but in basketball during the middle of the season, you could tell me what Josiah Jordan James has done in the middle of the games. You can tell me in football, how Hendon hookers played or which running back has been the one that's had the hot hand the last three games. And what you, was the play call that one third down? Yes, they absolutely. And that does not happen with baseball right now. And, and I think it could be tough because there's a lot of times like, like last week when we we're talking about the NFL draft, the, the problem is there's not going to be a Tennessee baseball game that pulled as good, big of a number as the NFL drafted in Knoxville, Tennessee. There's not. And, and there weren't balls being taken in the first round, but the NFL mis- makes, I mean, people watch the NFL. I mean, Knoxville pulls massive ratings when it comes to everything in sports and tons of people watch the NFL here. I mean, you get a 25 share on a Sunday afternoon for an NFL game. You know what I mean? It's a fourth of the market's watching it. So that, that and Tennessee baseball is just not there yet. 
it can get there. We're on the cusp of it being there. Let them make a run in, in Omaha again. But part of it's just that college baseball is not as popular as football. I also wonder if, if it has something to do with football. no exactly. And this is probably where I'm going. I mean, Tennessee baseball is kind of hard to watch for a lot of people right now because they don't have the SEC ESPN plus, you know, subscription. And I'll be real. And that's I, what a lot of their games have been on. I do. And about half the time, I would say SEC Network Plus doesn't work and I can't watch it. I've had problems with that as well. Yeah. And I would say I, at least probably, eh, probably, probably right. about about one, you know, two and four. Uh, like the that if I watch it, there are four games on during the week, two times I can't get the SEC Network Plus to work. So I can't watch the game if you're down not down there at the stadium. There's also one of the things I understand what they're saying, though, when they say Tennessee baseball is not as popular because Tuesday games aren't going to mean like wall to wall people everywhere. Uh, the, the weekend games are full for the most part, but it's not like the Easter game was and things like that. And so for the big games, people are here and for the big games, they're not there. And also the difference in 4,500 people that are at Lindsey Nelson stadium versus 10,000 that are at some other stadiums out there. It isn't the same, especially when you see not a full stadium at that. Now, a lot of that is, and we had a very smart alert listener that pointed that out to us. A lot of that too, is that the tickets are already sold and somebody's trying to get exponentially more money than they should be trying to get on the secondary market. So the seat ends up going unused because you aren't going to pay $155 to go sit there and sweat your hind parts off in the middle of May for one college baseball you, game, for one college baseball game. You're not going to pay that. Right. So that's Maybe part for a of series. It. Yeah. But. Yeah. One thing he points out, cause you know, we were at the Xavier game last mm-hmm. Tuesday and uh, Logan and I both were and that half full, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, around half full, I would say is More what it was. People trickled in as you know the innings progressed, yeah. but yeah, what is well, it's tough on Tuesday nights. The world's changed. It's not like you can just Tuesday night at five o'clock you're leaving the office and you're done with work for there's the night. There's better stuff to do too. Yeah, there's all and your kids got things and all that stuff, and so it's it's hard to just get there on a Tuesday night. Uh, that's one. But also one thing he pointed out was he looked for tickets to that game. One listener did and said, "I look for tickets to that game. They're fifty five dollars in the secondary market. I'm not paying that for a Tuesday night Xavier game. No, you're." And he's right. You shouldn't pay that for a Tuesday night Xavier game. But that, that's the low end of what tickets were because secondary markets suck these all up and they're throwing them out there. That probably plays into it as well. I do think when people go, they're going to be more. The people that go are passionate, right? But there's a lot of people that still haven't had a chance to go because it's on campus, which is tough to get to. The parking garage is there, which is you know tough to park sometimes. The stadium's small. And so and it's tough to get there on a Tuesday night. That can be tough. And then those weekend series are pretty much gone. So the tickets for that, and if you, you're paying a hundred bucks, if you want to get in the door minimum, probably to get it. So that that is part of it as well. But also, I I think what Burns was trying to say was Tennessee recruiting historically has been bigger than what Tennessee baseball is right now, and I'll say that's accurate. Just right now, recruiting is not as popular as it used to be. It's just not with the new national signing day, the early signing period. You just don't have all the drama, and it's not like draft day the way it used to be, like draft day with the national signing day. I just still kind of look at it as like, I mean, am I wrong to say that Tennessee baseball just right now, just because they haven't had the success that you would probably like a program to have? I think a national championship is very well on the table for this team. Omaha definitely, even still will. What pushes Tennessee baseball over the edge as not just a social event? Because I'll be honest right now. Is it a hot take to say that Tennessee baseball right now is just a social event? Well, it's it's the fun thing to do in town. For the diehard fan, it's not. For the diehard fan, they're all in. But how many people are, are, are? Yeah, not a lot. Yeah, yeah, they're three, four grand in town. You know what I mean? So like, like I, 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 I've got. I'll just say it. My, my brother and sister in law, diehard. 
there all the time. Their company that they work with, they have really good seats to Tennessee baseball, and they are there every single game they possibly can be. Uh, they're diehard, but most people out there aren't. And again, like I said, it's not like there are a ton of people listening to us right now that can tell me how Jarrell Ortega's bought lately. So there, there is that, as, or how he's batted lately. That's part of it. And it doesn't mean Tennessee baseball won't get there, but I will say mass adopt. They're on the cusp of mass adoption. Everyone likes them. Everyone has a, like their, their Q rating would be really, really high as far as what the brand is for Tennessee baseball locally. It's as high as anything else in town, but it's tough to watch a nine inning baseball game, nine in, nine out. And major league baseball is finding out that problem. Does a national title do that? Well, I think if you get to the point where you're there every year or no, or just you get like what it took for softball to get there. Cause I don't think it is now where Tennessee softball was when Monica was here. Cause that was a, you can't get a ticket. You know what I mean? Like good luck Tuesday, uh, you know, lunch meet text coming to town. Doesn't matter. You ain't getting a ticket. Missouri, and it's supposed to be rainy all weekend. Doesn't matter. You ain't getting a ticket. Also, a very small stadium. Twenty two hundred people that they were versus playing 40, at the other yeah, place, versus yeah. forty five hundred people. So there, there is that. But I don't think it's even that yet. Where every Tuesday game is, you're just going to have. I'll do whatever it takes to get me a ticket. Point blank, I will find a way to in that stadium. It's not there yet. But let them like they had like they did with Monica when Ralph and Karen uh, had it rolling there. Let them get to the championship game. And if they get to the College World Series championship game this year, next year will absolutely, I think, it that will bring it to mass adoption. That's Logan Ward. I'm Will West. 656-9900 is your phone number. Five burning questions is next. Do you think college football is going to lose popularity because of all the issues with name, image, and likeness right now? We debated next. Starting lineup, 99.1, the sports animal. Remember, coming up at 8 o'clock, we're going to play the game. Giving away a copy of MLB The Show 2022. Any different, like if you never played MLB The Show, it is a spectacular sports video game, as good as you're going to find on the market right now. And with any console, we have copies for each different console. So whether you want Xbox, whether you're uh, the Xbox, whether you want PlayStation 4, PlayStation 5, Nintendo Switch, we've got them for you. MLB The Show 22, giving away a copy of it coming up when we play the game at 8 o'clock. You probably want to be on board about 7.55. I'm just going to be on, be honest with you. You probably want to go ahead and call in then. 656-9900 is your phone number to get on board with the Stanley Fencing and Gates hotline or call whenever you want to play the game. Right now, though, it's time for five burning questions. Logan Ward, what do you have for us today? I do well. First one, do you think college football will lose popularity because of NIL concerns? I do not. I don't think it's going to whatsoever. Football right now is absolutely positively recession-proof. And college football is recession-proof in these college markets. The people in the large markets don't care. The people that are dyed-in-the-wool college football fans are going to watch no matter what you do. People didn't care when they were getting money under the table. Why would they care when the money's on the table and people are taxing it now? Yeah, I, th- I think the older audience might not like it just because it wasn't how it was back in the 90s. But in terms of people in Knoxville, people in Gainesville, people in Auburn, people in Tuscaloosa, Athens... Those people are going to go crazy for it. I also think NIL is bringing more national attention. Maybe not for the right reasons, but it definitely bringing more national attention. That's true. So, but <laughs> no way, no way. College football is one of the you know big three in my mind in American sports. So I say there's no way. I, I think there's there's the big two. I think there's NFL, NFL and college football, and then everything yeah. everything else is niche. Everything else, the NBA's niche, college basketball's niche, Major League Baseball's niche, college baseball's niche, no matter what it might be, everything else is niche except the NFL and college football. Today is National Hoagie Day. What meat is the most important for the perfect hoagie? I, I'm going to say it's turkey. 
I think turkey is the most important for the perfect hoagie. Right now, if you told me I'm going to a certain uh, little deli in Seymour, Tennessee that we used to get sandwiches from back in the day, I'll say, give me a turkey hoagie, give me a hot pepper cheese, give me lettuce, tomato, mayonnaise, mustard, and if I got some pepperella somewhere, I'll throw that on that bad boy as well, steam it up for me. That's the way that I'll go. So I think turkey, the most important meat that's out there. Yeah, I got, I got, I got to go turkey too. I want to be different. But, but I'll say turkey. That Italian sub. Say, you ever have an Italian sub, though? The salami that's on there, the capicola, good. prosciutto. I love a good Cuban, too. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So so ham can, you know, for a hoagie, ham can work. I'm not a big, like, ham and cheese sandwich guy, yeah. but a, but for a, for a hoagie, ham can work. I think ham can be ruined, though. If it's, like, too that's sweet true. almost. That's but, true. like, turkey is just, like, it's, you know, it's moist. It's hard to mess it, it up, It breaks apart really quickly. So yeah. I will say turkey. It's also National Cartoonist Day what is the greatest cartoon of all time? A little before your time, Logan Ward, but we will say it is Looney Tunes, Bugs Bunny. A gay Bugs Bunny cartoon, it's violent, it's hilarious, it's uh, disrespectful, and that's what we wanted of a cartoon because those are what we're trying to teach our kids in the United States of America is that uh, screw with people, troll them, and be violent while you're doing it if you have to, and that's what we learned from Looney Tunes cartoons. Kids don't really be violent. I mean, I got to say, you know, Mickey, right? Is it Mickey Mouse? I think so. I mean, Look, man, they got that Mickey Mouse clubhouse, and I'm going to be very honest with you. I don't like it because there's this thing called toodles, that, and I didn't know this was the thing. And then I had one of my friends pointed it out that she had her nephew over, and he was watching. Uh, he was before she had kids, and she was watching. And there's this thing called toodles, with that whenever they're in a tough spot, they just say, "Oh, toodles," and toodles comes and fixes the problem for. Is them. toodles like a like, like what is toodles? Toodles is just like a I don't know like a, a universal tool that fixes whatever needs to be fixed. And so I, I don't like that about the Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. <laughs> Although right now, the best cartoon that's on television, Bluey. Bluey is the best cartoon that's on television right now. Is that like a, an old Blues Clues no, thing? No, 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 no. It's this Australian cartoon. It's magnificent. My kid came home. Avery came home after babysitting one time. Was babysitting two small kids. And she goes, they watched this show called Bluey. And we're going to watch it right now. And I'm like, okay. And, I, and she turned it on. It is incredibly hilarious. Also, the dad from Bluey is the most relatable character on television. I mean, to me, I always think of cartoons, you know, you know, animated, you know, kind of fun kid stuff. You got to think of Mickey. Do you think of Mickey? I, I, think, I think of the it's whole the most Disney popular. franchise. Yeah, it's the most popular. So there's a difference between the best and the most popular because no, nobody's going to say, look, Justin Bieber's more popular than Arcade Fire. Nobody's going to say that Justin Bieber's better than Arcade well, Fire. I've watched more Mickey more than anything. <laughs> okay, I, so not a big Looney Tunes guy was, in your house? No, I was a big Mickey and Blue's Clues guy Okay, when I was younger. So I don't even know if they still make Blue's Clues. I have no idea. Multiple mock drafts have Kentucky's Will Levis going in the first round of next year's draft. Are you buying Levis as a future franchise quarterback? No, absolutely not. Absolutely, I will be floored. There will be nothing that has happened in sports in my life that is more surprising. Not a 16 beating one. Nothing will be more surprising to me than if Will Levis is actually a franchise quarterback in the National Football League. I saw a CBS Sports Mog draft that had him going number five to the Giants. If that happens, I will break things. I want to see the video because we saw the video of you reacting to the Daniel Jones and that was draft. That was, that was in public. I want to see Will West next April reacting to Will Levis being taken fifth overall by the New York Giants. I slammed a glass bottle on the pavement when they took Kayvon Thibodeau. So if you think that like because they didn't take the offensive lineman first. So also edge rush in that wants to be a star off the field. Good luck. Right. Uh, with the top five pick. But I like I like Thibodeau. It's a fun guy. But um, I, I can't tell you like I I will need days off to be able to to digest if Will Levis ends up being the quarterback with the Giants. There is zero chance 
I'm not I'm not even saying a puncher's chance. There's not one-tenth of one percentage point of a chance that Will Levis is going to end up being a franchise quarterback in the NFL. Yeah, I there, don't believe. There's no way he's even drafted in the first two rounds, I, I completely imagine. agree. I completely agree. I get he ran a pro-style offense. He's very athletic. Wait, he threw the ball 18 times. Yeah. I mean, what's the... Get, get out of here. It was, what, 24 and 13 last year? Yep. Touchdown to yep. interception ratio? Yep. Not great. Last one. Who's the best coach in the NBA right now? It's Eric Spolstra. Eric Spolstra is the best coach in the National Basketball Association. The player development in Miami is at a different place than anywhere else. And he manages the big personalities. And let's be honest, he's managing the craziest personalities in the league as well. Tyler Hero's a lunatic, right? Jimmy Butler is legit crazy. He has his own coffee that he only gives to his friends. It's stuff like that. that he grinds and grows and does the whole nine yards with, with big, and he calls it big face coffee. That guy's crazy. And, and Tyler Hero's crazy. And he makes all of this work. And I think Miami's the best team in the Eastern Conference right now. I mean, I think that he's been the best coach for a while. I mean, he had to manage, think of it, you know, Udonis Haslam, Jimmy Butler, way before then, LeBron. Remember whenever LeBron wanted him fired? Yeah. And everyone was saying, that's a bad idea, bro. Yeah. LeBron, Dwayne Wade, Chris Bosh, and all those characters. Mario Chalmers, who's insane. It's Eric Spolstra, it's not even close. He's been the best coach in the NBA for a good bit. I, I think there's a lot of us that didn't want to, we didn't want to... Um, disrespect Greg Popovich because of everything that he's done. I think was one, two. We watched what Brad Stevens did, and but at the NBA, you can't do what Brad Stevens does, right? Well, Brad Steve Stevens, Kerr? Uh, no, I, or he's he's his done an amazing just been so job. Talented though. He's done an amazing job. What gets me is Luke Walton. That thing didn't miss a beat when Luke Walton was there. So that's part of it as well. When he had to take over as the interim for Steve Kerr. That's why I, I probably don't really have Steve Kerr in that conversation right now. That is five burning questions. 656-9900 is your phone number. The SEC commissioner, the Pac-12 commissioner, going to meet today with U.S. senators to try to get federal legislation to help them control what's going on with name, image, and likeness. When they're the ones that are the oversight for college athletics and can change this, but also on top of that, today you have... Again, SEC commissioner, Pac-12 commissioner, going to meeting with senators to try to get federal legislation to stop name, image, and likeness issues. But you have a, a pretty major, it's not a power conference school, but a pretty major Division One school yesterday that fired their athletics director for not do, doing the things that they're trying to get stopped with senators yeah, t- today. I, it's the College athletics is the craziest, drunkest thing in the entire world. We'll tell you about it next. Starting lineup, 99.1, the sports animal. Here's Logan with your buddy Greg RVs and Motorhome Sports Update. Second round playoff action last night in the NBA. The Miami Heat took down the Philadelphia 76ers 119-103. Former Vault Tobias Harris scored 21 for the Sixers in the loss. The Heat lead that series two games to none. The Suns took a 2-0 series lead over the Mavericks 129-109. That series now shifts back to Dallas. Major League Baseball, the Braves took down the Mets 9-2. The White Sox down the Cubs 4-3. The Brewers hammered the Reds 18-4. And the Blue Jays snapped a Yankee 11-game winning streak last night with a 2-1 victory. At 7.42, talking name, image, and likeness. We'll get your daily update on the NIL conversation surrounding college athletics. Coming up next on the starting lineup, have a good morning. I'm Logan Ward. In today's uh, installment of Play Stupid Games, Win Stupid Prizes, we've got some NIL news for you. Uh, Speaking of awesome prizes, though, coming up in just a little bit, about 10 minutes from now, we are going to play the game, and that means somebody's going to win a copy of MLB The Show 2022. So we're excited about that. You wouldn't get on board probably about three, four minutes till. I'll just go and tell you that if you want to be able to get in line to be able to have a chance to win the game. 
Report coming from ESPN yesterday. Heather Dinich, Adam Rittenberg, SEC Commissioner Greg Sankey, Pac-12 Commissioner George Klavikov are going to meet with U.S. Senators in Washington, D.C. today to ask for legislative help surrounding name, image, and likeness. Now, Klavikov said that uh, he, he said he reached out to Democratic Washington Senator Maria Cantwell, who he knows from the time working together in the television world, and Sankey's reached out to Marsha Blackburn, Republican Senator from Tennessee, to meet with them and hope to meet with other senators from both parties to discuss ways to stop inducement. If you don't know what inducement is when it comes to name, image, and likeness, inducement means we're going to give you this NIL deal to get you to come play football at our school or basketball at our school. Um, also pay for play, things like that, or we're going to go ahead and, uh, offer you a bunch of NIL money to get you to stay at our school and not transfer to another school. You have Addison, the wide receiver of Pittsburgh's transferring from there because he's not getting enough NIL money. You had last week, a linebacker from Arizona state say, you don't give me more NIL money. I'm transferring. He got the NIL money, a guard from Miami saying, you don't give me more NIL money. I'm transferring the guard got me. He's decided he's not going to transfer. He got more money. So what they're trying to keep from happening frankly, is that, and you have Greg Sankey and you have George Klavikov that are going to meet with senators to try to get federal legislation to keep that from happening. However, would you like to see the other side of the coin? Logan Ward. We might as well, right? Wichita state yesterday fired their athletics director. Their athletics director's name is Darren Boatwright. Darren Boatwright. Darren Boatwright, according to the Wichita Eagle was fired because he, and I'm trying, I want to get the exact quote for you about Darren Boatwright, said it was his Boatwright's responsibility to ensure the school's donors were aware of new rules and be prepared with incentives to retain current players and attract new ones. Isn't it crazy that we can just now admit all of this stuff? Yes. It's been under the table for ever since the NCAA started. Yep. It's on the table now. We can say we are firing this guy <laughs> because he's not talking yes. to boosters to keep guys. Now, that's the boosters that forced this move are the ones that told the Wichita Eagle this, the newspaper, it's right? It's crazy to me, yeah. So what you have is, one, you have uh, one, you have uh, name, image, and likeness issues with uh, Greg Sankey saying, we got to get rid of this, we have to stop this, and then George Klavikoff, the Pac-12 commissioner, saying, stop this inducement. Two, you have Wichita State. Firing their athletics director because he's not doing enough to induce players to come in to come there. I'm going to be honest with you. I've got no sympathy whatsoever for Greg Sankey and for George Klavikoff. And I've got a lot of respect for Greg Sankey. They've done a really good job. But just because you think a guy's done a good job or he's your conference's commissioner doesn't mean you sit down, and bend the knee, and kiss the ring. And that means everything that they do is the right decision. Jimbo Fisher's the one that put this to a different place. He went to look, I and I understand what they're saying. What they'd like to do is say, if if Zakai Ziegler can make X amount of money going to a car dealership and, and sign an autographs. So let him do that. That's fine. Uh, but the idea of a guard from Miami saying publicly, give me more NIL money or I'm transferring. That's what we're trying to stop from happening. I understand that point of view. It's not at a place that you want to be. But when in the per- first people got it there, you didn't do anything about it. Now the toothpaste is out of the tube and you can't put it back in. I don't think that's ideal. Definitely. I don't want players holding universities and coaches and, you know, other things things hostage clearly because that hasn't worked out well for a lot of guys in pro sports it surprises me that it took this long given how nil was you know became a thing last year it's also very flooring to me that the NCAA Greg Sankey and all the conference commissioners who I like Greg Sankey a lot he's my pick to be the next president of the NCAA that won't happen but he's he would be my pick it's crazy to me that 
they didn't think this was going to happen. Yeah, somebody was going to take it to the spot, right? This and, was going to happen all along. And, and the other side of it's this. Once somebody does it, everyone has to do it or you get left behind. Yes. It's a one-up mentality. Yeah. This guy does this, so I'm going to go above and beyond. now, Or or at least I have to also do that, or, I can, or I'm not going to get players. And we saw a lot of people that were upset. Lane Kiffin brought it up a number of times, and he's talking about Jimbo Fisher. And about that, their collective was able to, like, I again, I've said, there's an SEC West school that I know wanted, the player wanted to go there, and he told a coach there, I'd love to come here. I've always wanted to play there. There's another SEC player that happened with as well. But he said, A&M's paying me this amount of money. And if you can't guarantee me this amount of NIL money, I got to go there. It's too much money. And he was like, I completely understand. The coach was. So so once we got there and Greg Sankey didn't do anything about it, then what did you expect to happen, Greg Sankey? And why would you go to the Senate to try to get this done? Like, I I like Marshall Blackburn, but nothing. Why in the world would you do that? Like, interviewed her like two weeks ago about NIL stuff. So I just don't understand why you need the federal government to step in and do your job for you. Here's what it feels like. It's going to be controversial with the players if you do it, if you if you shut it down. And it's going to be controversial with the boosters. And it's going to be controversial with the coaches. And you don't want to be the bad guy. It should That's be controversial it like. with everybody. I mean, you say that these guys can't make money off their name, image, and likeness. You brought it up earlier. You were working here while still in school. Yeah, I was working here I while still in school. I came back every single weekend from MTSU, driving you know two and a half hours, coming here. On the air every weekend. Josh Ward did it for the, his entire college career. We were able to make money. Yeah, you're telling me that these college athletes can't. And, it's the most un-American thing I've, I've I've ever heard in my entire life. Yeah, and, and I will say that I, George Klavikov does say um, the amount of he says this, and this is a quote: "The amount of an NIL payment should be commensurate with the work done as a backstop to make sure we're not using it related to inducement and pay for play." That that's the problem there is that it's not just you're performing work for money and that's what it's supposed to be. Instead, it is we'll pay you this money to stay at our school and keep you from transferring or going to another school. I think part of it is this. Players have power and players are using power. And the old school doesn't want to see that happen. And especially the dudes that have been lying in their pockets where they didn't have to pay labor doesn't want it to be to be in this spot right it's now. Leave my money alone. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're hurting my money now, right? That's That's where their issue is. At the end of the day, whenever someone says it's not about the money, it's always about the money. And so you're right. The fact that all all of a sudden you can't just go pay Ed Ogeron eight million more money than Bill Belichick makes, right? Or, or Mike Tomlin makes. Ed Ogeron was making more money than Mike Tomlin. Like this is we've been at a place in college athletics that's been dumb for a long time. And, and do I love where it's at right now with NIL, where you've got to you know you where you do have your point guard of your team might just say I'm going to transfer right now and say it publicly if you don't give me more NIL money. I completely understand people not liking it being in that spot. But if a booster's I'm not trying to be mean, but if a booster is going to make a bad decision and do that, then what are we going to do here, right? So, like, then then the booster is going to make a bad decision. You can't control other people for making bad decisions. You're not going to get you're not going to get the value for that. But if it's worth it to you to do that, okay, cool, that's fine. But I don't know why we need to go to the federal government. I don't know why we need to go to the Senate to try to get them to fix your problem for you that you created. One and two, you're literally a human being that's supposed to fix it. I don't understand that whatsoever. That's Logan Ward. I'm Will West. 656-9900, your phone number. You want to play the game today? You want to be able to win a copy of MLB The Show 2022? Now's the time to call in at 656-9900. This is the starting lineup on 99.1 The Sports Animal. Business has always been about turning a profit, making money. But can it stand for something more? Something beyond dollars and cents? We think so. We think that today, business has a higher calling, a purpose to be fair and just. 
to do right by their workers, customers, communities, and the environment. And it turns out companies successful doing that also do better for their bottom line. When you see the Just Capital seal, it means this company is a force for good. Visit JustCapital.com to learn more.